This is a certified hood classic. What's up, y'all? It's Kaz back again with another episode. And today we have Keaton, and we're going to be talking about introspection. Well, Keaton, do you want to introduce yourself? Say a little bit about what you do, who you are, where you're from? You know, let us know. What's up, y'all? My name's um, Keaton, as everybody knows me on campus. Also, Key. Um, I'm kind of like an all-around person. I'm into art, mostly like writing, poetry, photography, really kind of like all-around person. If it's like anything that has to do with expressing yourself, be able to put like your creative spin onto it, like that's the kind of person I am. I enjoy that. So before I cut you off, you were telling me about, um, well, we were talking about just like how our summer was, like what we did. Um, You said your summer was very revelational. I said mine was very transformational. And um, you had something to say about that. What were you saying? I was saying earlier um, that like, I feel like I could, I don't know, me personally, I feel like I'll be able to, I'm able to see like, I feel like we able, I was able to see your growth. Like you seem like you were very more in tune with yourself and like all around more happier because you were able to find something, I guess, like that's like anchoring you and like that's something that you're passionate in. Like I've seen like the shoots that you've been doing. I fuck with those heavy. I've seen <laughs> like you. all the stuff that you've been doing over the summer. Most definitely. Like I feel like you, cause I don't know you so well, but I feel like you are very, like very much coming like you coming into yourself and you finding like what you enjoy to do in your lane because i know you with Zyana, but i also know like there's a there's other things also outside that that you're doing and like mm-hmm. such things as like this podcast like you finding yourself within christ and everything i think it's like mm-hmm. real great and i think it's really inspirational too thank you thank you that's so like honestly and it's so crazy because over the summer i was even looking at your page a lot and i was in my head um I had made a post about, you know, I had struggled with finding support for the things that I was doing. And I didn't really feel like my peers were necessarily supporting me. Not in a way to be like, oh, why why y'all not fucking with me? Why y'all not trying to be on my shit? You know, not even like that. But it's just like you see something that would be very transformational and transformative for our community at Lincoln. You would think that mad people would want to jump on that. But it's like it's not necessarily about like the clout or like how many people's following it's like whatever you Mm -hmm. have you know put it out there and like do it like really have that spirit to you know not hold back and i feel like i was having a lot of um a lot of trouble with okay should i put this out i don't feel like people are gonna really like look at it i don't feel like people are gonna want to join i don't feel like people are gonna want to do that but every time i looked at your page like you were you support everybody <laughs> like your story what your story is always like so long but it's really it's it's beautiful to see like i love seeing other black people supporting people in their their endeavors like their projects like anything creative that they do anything inspirational anything that they are truly passionate about it's it's nice to see that someone actually cares and they're willing to repost any and everything that you have because it it's it's really nothing it costs you nothing to like support somebody or right. to post their stuff or to be like, yo, like check this out. It, it really is nothing in my opinion. What do you think about yeah, that? 
like absolutely like it's funny because um i got this one friend on campus her name's akaya and she like she's been modeling too and i take some i've taken some of her photos and a lot of times she be pressured about like like how she want to go and post things talk about like i don't know if i should post today she's but she be indecisive but i love her for it because like it makes me be more passionate about it it makes me want to see like see her happy like doing what she's doing so she'll mm -hmm. be texting me like i don't know if i should post this now like does it seem like it's going to get the most traffic or whatever and everything mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. but i know that she does that she does that because she cares so much and it's yes. like i know a lot of people feel like a lot of creatives feel like not like the algorithm especially with like instagram it's not working the way it should be in order to have people engage mm -hmm. with like what they're making with the art that they're making and everything mm -hmm. like that but I let her know it's like as long as you messing with it and I'm always like I'm always going to be hyping people up because really like like you said it causes nothing like nothing to support somebody going reposting and everything like that and with that it's like I like seeing people happy like I want to see people win I want to see everybody win and there's really no reason like everybody can't you know right and with that like i'll let her know like i'll let her know and i'll be honest with her like i feel like oh this one's better than this or whatever but like end of the day it's like i like seeing people to be happy and go after what they want because i know in certain aspects like with me growing up i didn't have a lot of people who just said like straight up i believe in you go for it and that's why i feel like i could be that person for a lot of people because you know a lot of people just need like somebody to listen and somebody to be there for them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I resonate with that. And I feel like um, it's beautiful being that safe space for people to fully be themselves. Because I feel like, especially at Lincoln, like we went through a lot. We went through a lot as a collective, as a campus. Individually, a lot of people went through a lot of different stuff that um, really changed their lives um, in the course of their direction and like what they want to do, what they want to be involved in, like, you know, good or bad, negative or positive. Like everybody had right. something that transformed them. Everybody had something that changed them and that really set their course different for, I feel like for specifically class of 24, our junior year, I feel like junior year is really going to be something different, especially for mm -hmm. our class, because we just all went through so, so, so much together. And like I said, mm -hmm. individually, like just everybody was just doing their own thing. So many people have either elevated themselves in looks, in status, whatever, you know, like we're all doing different things now and we've all changed from like our freshman year until now. And like, honestly, looking back on it, that's where that introspection part comes because looking back on it, they're so like my mentality is so different coming mm -hmm. into Lincoln and now being like about to be three years in like it's crazy like it, it's different right. it's very different I feel that like well most people don't know that I'm a transfer student so my first freshman year I wasn't actually at Lincoln but the thing was that like as soon as I found out about it because my mom like she was an alumni and all that mm. and like when I found out about it it's like I felt like want to be like I'd be way more comfortable there right. like I like past past stuff in my my freshman year and all that and having it be most of it like online and COVID I felt like I needed something that was going to be way fresher so coming into it I like looked at kind of like I'm not gonna lie I looked at it through like the lens like 
like like watching Stomp the Yard or something. I thought it was going to be <laughs> like that because that's one of my favorite movies. And I was like, damn, like it was it was a bit different than what I expected. But the vibes is still there. Like when you go to Homecoming or you go like to like Yard Fest or Spring Fling, right? You right. see that kind of thing. You see that kind of thing. You see all these people coming together. And the thing is, like with that, it's it's something. I feel like it's something special with that, you know? Right. Especially right. like since like we got senior year robbed away from us. Like that made me so mad. Like literally. Like, <laughs> like I was I was hyped to walk across the stage and everything like that. I was ready to have my family come from out of the country, everybody come and see me and then I had a whole little go a whole parking lot where I picked up my diploma and I was like, damn, like that right. was crazy. And then freshman year and then like the sophomore year I felt like like I don't want my years passing me by like this. So like me being the person I am, I'm a bit like shy and reserved. But I was telling myself as I come to school here, I wanted to be able to break out of my shell mm-hmm. little by little and do more than I like usually do. You know? Right, right. That's that's definitely something that I was thinking of over this summer. Um, actually, that's when I decided to start my club. You know, get back on my podcast. Like, you know, being more disciplined. I feel like that was also a really big theme for me. Is like discipline because I have right. a hard time with like sticking to one thing and following through. Whether or not it leads me somewhere, at least I follow through with every action, every step. You know what I mean? Right. So having my own club, it was just a chance for me to see leadership in a different way instead of imagining and being like oh my gosh if I was president this would this is what I would do if I had my own cup this no let me actually have something where I can call it my own and do things the way that I want to do it instead of critiquing and being upset about someone else's version of leadership and like looking at myself in a different way to say am I even disciplined enough to even be a president of something am i able to lead people in the right direction am i able to take on that kind of stress with every other extracurricular thing that i'm trying to you know add on it like is it really is it worth it number one and can you handle that right so that like, was that was definitely. something i was thinking of i understand that like with that kind of thing where it's like you question yourself and like the discipline that you need like I feel like with along with the discipline comes in confidence. Like me, I was mm. I'm I'm still not I'm working on it, but I'm still not the most confident. But like certain things like performing at the talent show, like my poetry for the first time, like that I'd never done before, like that was a big a big bigger moment than I think I realized initially, like while doing it. But now I look back at it and I was just like, damn, like I really was able to go up there because I was I was hella nervous and everything, but like as I'm hearing my words and everything, it's like people that's resonating with it, and I like the people at that time that I made friends with, or whatever they were supporting me. I was just like, like this is amazing, like feeling or whatever. And I seen I seen it with you too when it came like when it came to doing the speech and debate thing because mm-hmm. it was I was talking with some friends earlier in the semester, and like we always be saying like for one of our friends like because she like to argue a lot be like damn you'd be great at like debate or whatever yeah she'd be saying like because she want to be a lawyer too yeah and she said man they should just make a debate club or whatever like yeah you definitely like and then i've seen like she actually on the board her her name is um alizé she go by yes yes i love like we let her know Shout out to Allie because that that's my girl. She is dedicated. Mm -hmm. I love her work ethic. I love what she brings to it. She is a killer. She's a killer. 
and I love everything that and I'm so excited to see what she's gonna do I'm so excited to see her growth as a person and as you know just an individual on the board and I, I just I'm ready to see it I'm ready to see everybody I'm ready to see what everybody can bring to the table everybody on the board is amazing future board members are amazing general members are amazing future general mm-hmm. members are amazing and I'm just y'all so lock thankful. in with speech and debate club man yes Girl. lock in like lock in it's gonna be really great and I'm so excited especially because I just feel like we need more things that people can take serious like we're mm-hmm. more than a party we're more than a party school excuse me like we're more than you know we have all these act you know we're cool we can dress da, da, da. but like how can we represent ourselves in an academic standing you know what i mean like how serious right. do we take our work how serious are we about you know our careers like are we really about that are we, or are we just getting degrees just to get out the hood and just to say, oh, I went to college? You know, like, right. let's have some purpose in the stuff that we're doing. And not everybody is going to want to live like that. And you don't have to. But for me personally and the people that I want to surround myself with, I think moving in purpose and intention is very, it, it, that's very high on my list. Like, in order to be around me and for myself, I need mm-hmm. to have purpose, especially walking on Lincoln's campus. Like, I just feel like it's so historic and there's so many opportunities, so many avenues, so many things for you to grab, you know, so many resources for you to have. You really have to take advantage of it. You really do. Definitely. I felt like, uh, uh, like originally coming on to the campus, especially like during like NSO, like new student orientation, when treasurer students was trying to figure things out and we was with the freshmen mm. it was kind of like that was my point where like i had to tell myself okay i want to get out of my bubble and i did it like very slowly but like now the place like where i mostly reside if y'all ever looking for me you find me probably in the sub up in the stew the podcast room photography room doing whatever mm. like i just ended up like every time after class i would end up there doing assignments and i Occasionally, more and more, start meeting people or whatever. And then if I felt like I was getting out of my shell, I'd be like, all right, you're going to say hi to the next person that walked by and do what you have to do. And with these kinds of like, with these kind of like motivations that I have for myself, I'd be able to like meet all different types of people or whatever. And with that, it's like, it shows me like the amount of people, like how like it really, it, it, it really exceeds like what we tell people, like black people are not a monolith. Like, there's so many people with so many different thoughts, ways of life, like, mm. mindsets and everything. And with that, we have to be able to embrace it. Because a lot of times, like, people will say, oh, you're stubborn. Like, you're not going to try and listen or everything. But if you, like, sit down and actually have a conversation with a person, you realize, like, a lot of people, they sit down and have a conversation with a person. And they'll be like, they're not listening to understand they're listening to respond and i feel like once you do that and you actually listen to these people and even these people you think you're not going to get along with it's going to turn out a lot more differently than you think you Mm. know Mm. yeah that's one thing that is i feel like very hard for me like being able to be in the face of what i would call like my enemy like being able to have conversations being able to be kind like i think even as like i don't even know if i want to really say i'm like fully involved in christianity that's what i go by but mm-hmm. i'm still like you know learning the ways of what works for me so i'm gonna call it being a christian but just know i'm still you know thinking and learning about what i want to when i would what i want to mm-hmm. attach myself to 
But as a Christian looking at it, it's like, is that really godly of me to have God in me to to know that I am God, to know that God is within me and he is surrounding me everywhere I go? Is it godly of me uh, to wish ill on my enemy? Is it is it godly of me to not hear my enemy out? Even if they are saying valid points, even if they are saying good things, I don't want to listen to it because it's somebody that I don't like. It's somebody I don't fuck right. with. It, it's somebody that did something grimy to me. Even if they could be telling the full-blown truth, they could be having your next blessing in your hand. And being so stubborn and being so in our own space, in our own head, we're just like, nah, I want to I wanna still be in this negative energy of they have nothing to offer me, even though... I know what they're saying is right, even though I know that this could be the key to my next door, to my next blessing. I don't want to listen to that because I don't feel like you have the right to tell me that, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, because I was, I've been, I've been, I've been growing up like within the Christian household for like a while as well too, like basically my whole life. I went to a Christian school and like I continuously told myself that I was Christian but the thing was that I was always open to other avenues of spirituality and religion, like whether or not like learning more about chakras and such and everything and like the points in the body. And with that, it's kind of like I've, I, while I believe in all that as well too, like spirituality and religion mm-hmm. is also, I think I believe most in like morality and like just being able to have good morals and like the kind of things like, like do do to a person that like you don't do it's just like kind of based off that and with that it kind of comes as like the kindness that i like nowadays like the kindness that i show to everybody is not necessarily coming out of any other place than just like like i said earlier like i like to see people happy like seeing people happy makes me happy right and even even if it is like people that i don't get along with necessarily mm-hmm. it's like as being with like Christians, because there's a lot of things that come from the Bible, but like being with Christians is like we're called to be able to teach people, but also we gotta learn. We gotta learn as well too, mm-hmm. as well. That's why mm-hmm. I can't hold it against anybody if they're going to be of another religion or they believe something else, because as in that, they they're not necessarily a lot of people not gonna hold it against me to be saying I, I preach to a different God or that I believe in something different, you know. Mm-hmm. So. With that, it's that I'm always for learning and being open to other people. And I feel like with it, with, like, if your enemy is saying something that's really hidden on the spot, it makes sense. It's about accountability. Yes, accountability. You know you're going to want to be able to grow and be able to be a bigger person. Because with that, you know, you're going to be able to go farther. And then you're going to be able to pass that on to somebody else, you know? Yes, yes. I love, I I resonate with everything that you're saying. And especially on the accountability part. That was another thing that, like, this summer, what? Taking accountability for myself, being able to hold my peers accountable, whether or not it worked in my favor, their favor, um, nobody's favor. It worked in God's favor. It worked in spirit's favor. So I feel like... Taking accountability for the things that you do, the places that you are, the, the spaces that you're in, the um, the way that your energy affects the places that you go, the people that you interact with. Being able to just hold yourself accountable, it, it shows a, 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 a high level of discipline. And like we said, discipline, it, it's the way of life. 
If you want to live comfortably, you have to have discipline. If you want to be able to live in luxury, you have to be disciplined. There's no way that you can move through life without taking accountability, without being disciplined, without having a moral compass. And if you do, you can operate in that space, but it just won't be favorable for you. Like that, I feel like that type of ill will gets passed down generation upon generation. So we really have right. to be careful with the type of energy that we put out into the world because that can affect, in my opinion, it can affect the people that come after us and our children and our children's children and our lineage and our family. That's like, that's so true. It's crazy because like I had another um conversation. It's a constant conversation I've tried to have like with my parents um because they're both from um they're both from nigeria and mm-hmm. it's a generational divide it's also like a continental divide as well too but it's a thing that i have to tell them about like i had to open up to them about um before coming to school for fall semester i had to open up to them about my mental health issues that i've been having like since i was like really young since mm-hmm. like about i think eight and with that i had to tell them like why i was feeling the way it was and it went a way that I was I was expecting, but I wasn't. Mm. As in, I didn't. It didn't give me the response that I wanted. But in a way, I was just kind of happy that they knew. Mm. But afterwards, it's like I was doing it so my sister, my younger sisters, wouldn't have to be afraid to open up to them or anything like that. And I, I, I honestly, to be able to stop like like this, the kind of thing like stopping by like general trauma mm. that like passes down from like generation to generation because there were certain things that I could see in my parents that I know like while they don't follow all the parenting styles that like my grandparents did and everything like that there's certain things that I can see that like they have passed down and there's, there's still things that they're hurting from and I let them know like you guys still have trauma or whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time what I've been learning a lot um ever since even getting to Lincoln is that we are responsible for our own healing and everything like that and that's why with the way that I come with, like, if somebody comes to me with a problem, it's like I give them the advice that they that 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 I feel like they need. But what I have to remind them when I'm done is that only you are going to be able to be the person to know what you need. Your body knows what you need. At the end of the day, your mind does, and with that, you're gonna be able to decide whether or not you want to be able to follow it, or you want to be able to go a different route, or whatever the situation may be. And with that, like, it's going to be able to affect your life, whether it be for the good and the bad. But what it is that, like, you have to be able to be prepared and be honest with yourself in order for you to get to that, like, point of your life, you know? Yeah, that was dope. That was dope.